Let's do it then. No, wait. <sighs> no, on three. You mean on three one, or one, three. two, three, go? On three! One! You shall two. throw with the holy hand grenade. Four! No, sir, three! 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 Hi, welcome to Nussle Southern Gentlemen. Hi, Ricky. Sean, how's your week been, buddy? Uh, it's, it's been a long one, but you know what? Uh, one day at a time, count your count your wake-ups. That's what I always do. Count I loved that show. Until the weekend. Valerie Bertinelli? Heck yeah. What were we talking there about? Oh, hey. I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 it's all right. I'm just, uh, I feel busy, uh, tired, you know, the normal things. Uh, I just, uh, we just did notes on the fly. I mean, I had stuff in my mind all week, but I just, oh yes, <laughs> I yes. just hadn't had the time. Nobody has time. We all have too much time. I don't know. Time. It's, I need to watch Bachelor of the Future. So I wanted to talk about a little thing that I have. If you're interested in Transformers at all, the G1 stuff, they have a comic series done by an artist named Guido. He is... He is Italian, and he is an amazing artist for uh, robots and Transformers and all that. You need to look him up sometime. But they have a series from IDW called Transformers 1984 Secrets and Lies. It's a series that takes place just before the American comics, and it is beautiful. And uh, it's really fun. The second issue is about to come out this month, so I would suggest you go to like mycomicshop.com or your local retailer and try to find that first issue. There's even a zero issue they did last year to gauge if there was any interest in it. And um, I'm really excited about it. I- I'm going to get them that all. That actually sounds really fun. Yeah, it is. It is um, because they it the guy who the artist I- I've got some of his art. He really. I mean, he's been part of the. Uh, he's been a fan for years, and then he became a professional artist. I've got, uh, seriously, I bought original artwork from him, and it's just amazing. He's been featured in, uh, uh, like, official magazines and books. You know, con- doing contract art and that kind of thing, uh, and then toy art, and then finally they just started using him as a comic artist, and it's it's absolutely great. He he actually can do, um, the. G1 looking stuff isn't exactly his art style, but he can emulate like art styles out everywhere across the board. And he's a really great guy, and I love following him. So uh, I suggest you pick that up. But secondly, Agents of Shield is done, finished. Right. Two two hour so, last episode. Yeah. yeah. Did you, you? I know we had you we had speculated. You know you you had thought. You know, it, there'd be a lot packed into this one. Was you, was you satisfied? Did you, did you get all the bites you needed for a two-hour special to, to make it, you know, a satisfying ending? I mean, you, you've invested into this show. I have literally seen one or two episodes. Um, it, it was, it was fine. Uh, I mean, it's, it's an ending. They, they kind of let it. They let it end, and um, there was a few things thrown in there that were really good. I'm just, I'm just glad we're done. Um, you know, there, like I said, 
last week, there were some really high points that I loved about the series. Uh, there was a couple of seasons that were really poo. <laughs> they were poo. Yeah. Uh, and you could skip them. But uh, this season, you know, was the swan song. The the finale was, you know, wrapped everything up about what they were doing. And, and uh, the ending put everybody in a pretty good place. Um, they did a kind of unique ending. I had everybody meet a year after, um, you know, all was said and done. And, of course, you find out they're they're all, you know, holographically meeting and then you find out what each one of them are doing right now. And I have to say, it it kind of sets up... I mean, they could just end it where it is, but it right. kind of tees them up to possibly be peppered in the Marvel Universe. Really? That's actually cool. Yeah. So, uh, so you'd, be, you'd be super happy if, you know... One if one or two of them continued... Invested in showed up in an MCU film. Yeah, I'd be really happy uh, if uh, Mac um, ended up showing up in one of the movies or two, interacting with Nick Fury. I'd be super happy if Quake, uh, Daisy, ended up uh, somewhere, like probably, uh, well, where you left Nick Fury uh, at the end of Spider-Man, Far From Home. Right. It's possible she could end up with him somewhere. So, I I really liked I really liked the ending. So uh, there it it left possibilities, and that's what I like. Um, nice. It didn't you know the series doesn't leave you. Oh man, I want so much more. You know, you're kind of like, yeah, okay, we're done. <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't leave too much unanswered, and <sighs> I just want I just want the next. I want the MCU version of what this could be. What, if if they continue any sort of concept like this, like maybe right. the Agents of Sh- Sword that was proposed uh, that yeah. had been floating that around because awesome. Sword has actually showed up in uh, uh, I think it was WandaVision production stuff actually has uh, the Sword uh, symbols. Nice. In, in some of the pictures, so that's that's something that's floating around. But um, yeah, I, I I'm really sad. the The thing I'm sad about the most with Ages of Shield is that uh, Gabriel Luna did not end up continuing the Ghost Rider uh, on Hulu, the series they were proposing. Uh, that I'd have been super pumped for because I, like I said, I really loved that version of Ghost Rider. Uh, he was great in that show. And I, I don't know. I mean, they still may do something. I mean, Hellstrom could have him show up. I don't know. I mean, we just got a trailer for that, and it's related to Supernatural Marvel, so right. who knows? But, um, yeah, I'm good. I'm done with Agents. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're satisfied with it. And one of these days, maybe I'll get bored and binge it all or something. Definitely. I would definitely recommend anybody watch the Ghost Rider season of that show. It's got the Darkhold. uh, Johnny Blaze kind of shows up. Um, (laughs) And it's really fun. The the way they do it in there, that season was really fun. They They were firing on all cylinders. Oh, wow. That's a, well, no pun intended, I guess. But it, I really yeah. liked it. That's awesome. Now, what what do you have here about Avatar? Oh, my gosh. The news this week. Ugh. 
Okay. So we know Netflix is doing a live-action adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender. Now, you know how I feel about Netflix live-action adaptations of, you know, anime. Well, we know how the entire internet feels about that. Kind of like Death Note. Uh, (laughs) Death Note could have been so good. It could have been. So good. Yeah, well... But you know what? You know what wasn't terrible? As far as... Witcher? And wasn't terrible. <laughs> Witcher was not terrible. Witcher was great. No, I'm talking about the, the anime adaptation. Well, Bleach. No, okay. Bleach. Bleach really? terrible. It wasn't terrible. Hmm. Okay? There was now, some, rede- some redeeming great. quality to Bleach? Yes, I believe so. I felt that way. I did. Hmm. Okay. So, so, so this is. Well, not year. only, yeah, not a, well. It's also Korra. The Legend of Korra is coming to Netflix, or is already there. I'm not. I'm not sure. I haven't. I haven't been able to touch Netflix this week. Um, okay. and that series does not get as as much love as it needs to because, of course, it is not Avatar: The Last Airbender is the problem with that show. Um. <laughs> That's just the way you know stuff is when you do a sequel, just like um, oh, Fantastic Beasts. Um, it's it's not Harry Potter, you know. That's the problem with it. You know, some yeah. people just you you get that first taste, and everything else is sour, and it, it's hard to step away from that and, and go, well, okay, let's really look at this. But that's that's not what we're talking about, and, and I'm glad it's on there so I can finish. I only got to like season two of that, I believe. Um, but Avatar. The live action adaptation. The creators of the original show who were involved uh, released a statement this week that they have stepped away from the project. Which is not a good sign. Yeah, it's that bad. (laughs) It's not a good sign. Well, um, apparently the Netflix execs want to take it in a direction that isn't in the vision of uh, the creators of the show. Like there's oh, been some, imagine that. There's been some rumors that um, they're <sighs> casting because if if you don't know about Avatar, like this takes place, it's very steeped in uh, uh, a more Asian and and Inuit mythology. You know, it's all the characters are designed around the four nations are uh, not uh, 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 European descent. You know, it's all martial arts and and Inuit and all all those kind of designs and stuff like that. And uh, Netflix didn't believe that it was necessary to cast maybe ethnically (sighs) matching. I don't know. That's all. That's all speculation, though. But okay, (laughs) you know, regardless. You should be listening to the people who made that show because they made one of the best shows ever made. Um, and immediately, uh, the internet is now on fire. <laughs> so, Netflix may need to course correct and try to get those guys back because there's going to be a lot of people just rage quitting the show over that fact. I mean, we've been burned by the movie. The movie is terribly bad at adapting the original series Would, if you if you woke up you know like in the saw type situation you're tied to a chair and and you hear the the voice and it says 
choose. And you have to watch 24 hours of Avatar The Last Airbender or 24 hours of Dragon Ball Evolution. Which... <laughs> <laughs> That's tough, buddy. That's rough, buddy. Um, Actually, I would take the Avatar movie. And uh, I know it's sacrilege to say this, but the, the story... Is isn't I mean because I love the story already. They they get like the first season of of Avatar in the movie. That that's not too that's not the problem. It's not the story. It's some of the acting is pretty. You know, they didn't have <laughs> yeah, a feel for the. Well, well, I mean, they didn't have a feel for the character. I mean, you don't yeah, feel yeah. the characters from the uh, from the animation in that movie. And then number two, the bending which is the what what the entire thing is about the bending the air bending water bending fire bending all that yes say the show is a 10 like a perfect 10 on on that it's like the movie turned it down to a 2 right and i do not understand that i mean if it was budget wise if it was but i mean the bending is in is is like not even kinetic. It's just yeah. it's just like it's almost not even there. They might as well be fighting each other in martial arts. Really depressing. If yeah. you loved Avatar, the show, the cartoon, the show, the movie, whatever. If you love the show, just watch the show again. Well, I haven't even watched the anime other than bits and pieces, and I watched the movie, and I thought that was a terrible movie. I mean, it was a pretty awful you, movie. I would not. I would not. Uh, <laughs> I would not question your sanity for making that statement. Now, it's, it's pretty bad. Speak, speaking of pretty bad, did you also hear the news about DC this week? There's been lots of DC stuff. Let's what what you get for the highlights. So DC announced layoffs this week. About twenty five, twenty to twenty five percent of their force is gone, or will be gone. Um, and everybody is thinking gloom and doom, uh, for DC. Like, this could be the beginning of the end of DC publishing comics. Now, this could mean a couple things. We did discuss this before, uh, a while back, of something like DC stops making comics but holds the license. Because, of course, um, this is a movie time we're living in. Movie superheroes are you know, everything at the box office. There's no way Warner Brothers ever gets rid of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all that kind of stuff. They, they will have those in perpetuity, making money in some form or fashion, reimagining them every 10 years, whatever. That's not going away. Comic side... I got it. They I could it. license out their characters to people. Like, you could see in, like, five years you could see Marvel publishing a comic that has Captain America and Batman in it, <laughs> licensed from DC, which would be insane. But um, before I continue, what, what did you want to say, Sean? What, why didn't Disney just buy them? <laughs> I mean, it, they got the money. Uh, well, do they right now? Because, they do. Well, they 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 probably have uh, liquid assets somewhere, but 
Uh, right now, Disney just uh, had one of the worst. Uh, they didn't return a profit for the first time in like 20 years. They oh, no. are not making money years. from the theaters. The parks aren't, you know, barely open. You know, um, people aren't going to movie theaters. It's it's quite an interesting, look, interesting look, time. Look. Disney's not when, buying when nothing right now. When, when They're not buying anything. Ma- when you're Scrooge McDuck, nobody notices when a hundred coins goes missing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's Disney. Like seriously, they're uh, really well, 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 well. To your point, Scrooge notices. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a fictional character. Well, Disney's not, and they will notice. That's true. They would. They would. Um. So what my point is is nobody's talking about that this could be where the fat gets trimmed from DC Comics, where the stuff that they were willing to go a little bit out on a limb on, you know, and publish these things that people are asking for that, eh, well, the sales aren't really there, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-mm. They're, they're going to go, look, we got to make a profit. <laughs> And uh, stuff is going to trim off the edges. They're going to move back to their core product, return to what sells, re-envision, go, okay, guys, what, what, what is our true purpose as a comic publisher? And, and bring back those hardcore, you may see titles go all the way down to, you know, 10 books or something like that that really sell. And that's the way it is for the next five or six years. Who knows? Um, but... This is this is a very different time for DC, and plus they've got that fandom thing coming up on the twenty second, right. which is going to be really interesting if they try to because this was just announced. The fandom was announced before uh, the cuts were announced yeah. uh, yesterday or the yeah. day before, so this could be really interesting. This would be crazy. Um, I don't know, man. It'd be interesting to see where you could take the comics. Like somebody will buy them. I guarantee you. You you won't you won't lose out on everything. Yeah, and and like I said, I I seriously doubt that they will stop printing comics and license the characters out, which they could. Don't get me wrong, they could do that. But I I don't think they will. I, I think they'll they'll go down, you know, they'll trim it, be lean and mean for a while. You know, Batman, right. Superman, uh, other things featured. So, uh, so, as far as the DC fandom goes, what are, is there anything? You know, I mean, if Mar- when Marvel does their stuff or Disney does their stuff, there are things I'm looking forward to. Is there anything on this list that you're like, I need to make sure that I follow this and well you know they're going to probably drop a new trailer for wonder woman 84 uh they're going to talk about sandman uh enter the dreaming uh the flash suicide squad will probably drop a trailer which will be super exciting since it is that will be james that gunn will be. i just thought about that that's gonna be there's exciting. a chris daughtry performance finally <laughs> just kidding. why um, uh, Bla- American Idol dude, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Black Adam. They won't have a trailer for anything like that, but they do have a panel uh, coming up, an Aquaman panel. Um, right. The the they did they did drop a trailer for uh, Aquaman two, 
No, for Shazam too. Sorry, but it's it's like a created thing. It's it's for fun, um, and of course they'll have a Batman panel. Um, they'll do some of their WB stuff. Uh, you know, WV verse, we'll Berlanti verse. Anything Batman related? Um, it's it's completely possible. I mean, they've been filming, and it's a great time to unveil Pattinson. You know, if they're gonna cool have to they're gonna have all eyes on them during you know, this time, why not? Finish with him in the suit, some kind of teaser, and it just ends with you get to see him in the suit. That way, you know, you know what it's gonna look like. You get a taste. You know, people can start and getting their complaints out now, and that way, by the time the movie rolls around, they forgot that they complained. In the yeah, first haven't place, we already go got and, all that though, with all the leaks it. and everything? They'll pay money and go and watch it, and then they'll complain more later. But they already got their money, so it's okay. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff for kids. There's a kids verse thing where you know, draw with draw DC characters and everything. There's a U verse. There's a they like no. to have six different verses and that kind of all thing. All this is gonna be streaming too, right? Yeah, yeah, twenty four hours. Yeah. I might actually jump on. I ain't lying. Like, it might be something that I put on in the background just to mm-hmm. listen to. Um, yeah, and it's kind of exciting. I, I like I like things like this. You know, they're... Like, Marvel or Disney, you know, has their own thing. This is perfectly, you know, logical. Like, because Comic-Con petered out. You know, Comic-Con online, so... Yeah. yeah. Why not do your own thing? Sean, what... Uh, where are we Dude, moving on to? Because I see well, a bunch well, of game stuff on here. I got, I got, I got some stuff down here. Um, this week on Epic Games, which is you know the the uh, game uh, launcher that you can download on your computer, and uh, they have free games every Thursday. And this Thursday's games was Remnant uh, from the Ashes. That is free. That is a you know, a triple-A title that is an incredible game. I have nearly platinumed that game on PS4. Uh, I will be downloading it on the PC, and uh, if anybody wants to join up and play some Remnant together, I, I absolutely love playing this game. Uh, I'm definitely going to play through on, you know, 60 frames at least at a minimum. I want to see this game in all its glory. But speaking of epic games, my friend... Here Tony Hawk 1 and 2? Here we go with Epic Games. Uh, the company, Epic Games, this week. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna lay down a timeline, and then, and then we can go back and rehash, uh, you know, the, the occurrences and what we think about them. But let me, let me lay down a, tie- a timeline. So, uh, two days ago, uh, Epic Games pushes, and, and for those that maybe don't follow gaming titles and stuff, this is this is Fortnite. This is this is uh, a bunch of big games, but you know this is mainly Fortnite. Uh, I believe they're worth a little over seventeen point eight billion dollars as a company. So you know they're they're not chump changing it. They decided to push through the mobile games app of iOS and Google Play a third buying uh, feature for their game. You could purchase their V-Bucks and what they did first was they took their V-Bucks and they said you know what, our exchange rate for real money is way too much. We are going to decrease uh, the cost by 20%. And by the way, when we do this permanent decrease in cost, 
you don't have to pay Apple or Google. We're adding a new link that will allow you to pay Epic Games directly. Mm -hmm. Within a few hours, uh, Fortnite was booted off of iOS and uh, Google Play Stores. At that point, uh, Epic, who obviously has some very good lawyers and know that this play was coming, uh, they then hit Apple and Google with antitrust lawsuit. They are going saying that all developers need uh, better contracts when dealing with Apple and Google through their Play Stores, that they have taken near 30% of a bunch of developers' money for well over, you know, since the beginning, a decade or more. And they were just, you know, basically saying they're they're not doing anything and they're getting paid. They said that uh, uh, one month revenue for the Apple Play Store and Fortnite was $13 million. Apple makes $13 million passively just for hosting Fortnite. And Google made a million. So, so now uh, this lawsuit is going and uh, Apple and Google are in total panic mode. And to throw salt in the wound, uh, Google, whose, uh, I believe, original motto was don't be evil. Uh, Epic then told them that they had been more than evil to all developers and everything over the past years, that they had lost sight of their original goals, that they are nothing but a monopolistic company that does nothing but buy up uh, media and medium. Well, that's technically that one's not Google. That's ABC, isn't it? Well, well, just hold on. So, so that's what Epic throws at Google. Epic then trolls Apple with the Apple 1984 commercial. <laughs> they call it 1980 Fortnite, and they have the Fortnite characters reenact the 1984 commercial and it ends with let's not make 2020 1984 apple and uh yeah so so this could be huge i mean i mean epic is not seeking any monetary uh return they are looking to totally restructure the contracts between the developers and Apple and Google. And so this this right here, you know, uh, I, I said it to you before, and, and so that there's my timeline. I, I fully believe the, the public is going to back Epic on this move. That is sweet. I'm watching the 1984 Super Bowl Apple commercial. Versus the Fortnite. That yeah. is it, funny. Awesome, it? it is really awesome. You know, you I remember that? that commercial. I mean, so if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Apple did a commercial based on George Orwell's 1984. And it's very, like, if you've ever seen um, Dark City or The Crow, it's very of uh, that feeling. Like, that commercial is, is one of the best commercials ever made. Uh, look it up on YouTube. And then uh, Fortnite, I, I got that same feeling from this Fortnite. They did that very well. 
Oh, that's awesome. They, they, so, so after hearing the complete layout, what what are your what are your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, it's a smart move by uh, Epic because, like, right now, I mean, uh, 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 Amazon, Facebook. All those guys just were at Capitol Hill talking about all this, you know, antitrust stuff and and all and the like. And uh, Google was right up there, you know. And here we go again. They're going to be brought back into the spotlight about this, and um, the hammer may be falling pretty soon on that. You know, um, not that either of us are legal experts, but you know, there've been touchstones in history with this kind of thing. You know, whenever. Uh, Bell was broken up in the 70s mm-hmm. or six. I, I don't know the exact date, you know, but uh, that's always been a thing whenever you'd watch. Um, if you watch older movies when I grew up, you know, you'd have people in New York talking about Ma Bell and, and you know, uh, Southwestern Bell. Bell Labs was broke up years ago because of antitrust. It's one of the biggest cases. And, you know, this could be this could be something special. I think, I think the best part of all of it is that Epic's not going for monetary returns. That makes them look so good. You right. Know? I mean, uh, not that not that their intentions aren't aren't well. They're there, you know. Uh, I, I'm just saying, you know, when you say I don't want anything in return, I want this. I want this looked at. I want it scrutinized. This needs to change we're we're all getting screwed and i read an article uh i believe it was on the verge and they were they were talking uh, about you know this this is going to have ripple effects down to the guy that codes at home he he is going to feel the effects of this you know and hopefully it's for the positive the developers can get a better contract they can make money for the for the updates that you get you know um it, it, it it's just for those of us sitting at home with our phones and every day I go to the play store and I check to see if there's any fresh updates. You got to remember every single one of those updates had to have somebody sit down and code that thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody did that. And, and they, they happen daily. And I have like hundreds of, I, I probably have 150 apps on my phone and all of them receive updates daily. That's a lot of work, and a lot of people need to get paid. So, if you know, it, it makes puts a little money in the pocket of the person that does the physical labor, that uses their brain to take that. Uh, I'm sorry, Google and Apple. Your your passive income needs slashed a little. I, I don't have any sympathy for them. I just don't. Well, that's Although, true. I mean. You know, although I do love you, Google, and when the Terminators take over, uh, I, I'm very good at electronics, and I don't mind mending you. My God. you got to put that out there every now and then. So, uh, uh, you know, you know, Michelle and I are, are sick people when it comes to watching TV shows sometimes, right? Yeah. Uh, we demolished uh, two seasons of Jack Ryan in four days. What the crap? It's only 16 episodes. There are only eight episodes a season, so it's only four hours a night. But let me tell you, it is so good. It is so good. It is incredible. And some parts, John Krasinski pull off some like crazy feat or something, 
And there was there was honestly a moment Michelle was like, "You're thinking about him being Mr. Fantastic, aren't you?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes, I am." Why do you ask? I'm like, I I will will this into existence. It is one of the things that I will be like, "This will happen." It, it has to. But honestly, you need to watch Jack Ryan. I know I've been told. I believe you've told me. Hey, have you not watched this Jack Ryan? You know, sorry, I hadn't made it around to it. Well, guess what? I made it around to it. Wow. Season one. Season one's absolutely great. I mean, incredible. You you want to talk about, you know, uh, season two is different. It's got a different feel. But Michelle said it about halfway through season two. She said it. She goes, you know what? This is a different book. She's like, that's, you know, that that different, different books. You know, I as a reader different books have different pacing and different intricacies and stuff that make them intriguing. And, uh, there's definitely a difference in the books between season one and season two. Not that one's any better, better or worse, but season one is absolutely incredible. It will suck you in from the get go and you will be eight hours down the road in no time. Nice. Check it out. Very good. Very good stuff. You really seem to like this guy. I do, I do. No, dude, I like all the Jack Ryan movies, you know? Um, I'm the guy that, I don't remember exact year it was published. I do remember I wasn't able to drive, but, and my, I believe my mom was still like, you know, when I was probably 11 or 12, you know, I could probably buy stuff on my own, but my parents were always like looking at you, and I bought Hunt for Red October. That... <laughs> was such a freaking incredible book oh and, and that started my my love for you know the the jack ryan stuff it, it's crazy to think that you know jack ryan has been uh alec baldwin uh harrison ford uh chris pine and now john krasinski uh, and they're all they're all really good i i like the idea of jack ryan you know he he's our he's Ooh, ooh, Jack Ryan greater than Jack Bauer. Mm. So, well, I mean, Jack I Ryan so. is is who you know Jack Bauer is kind of based on. So, yeah. what what is your favorite Jack Ryan movie? Go. Some of all fears. Really, Affleck. Affleck. I I gotta say, Hunt for Red October. I mean, I do love Hunt Sean for Connery look, in that look, movie. Look, here's the thing: I want to say Hunt for Red October. But here's the deal. When you've read the book, I was disappointed in the movie. And, and and it's not the movie's fault because it's an absolutely incredible movie. But I was tainted by being one of those that read the book. But I absolutely love it. But, dude, it's just some of all fears is so much fun. It is literally like it's a popcorn fun movie. I loved it. I really did. Uh, but, yeah, Hunt for Red October is my, my 1B for sure. Well, I would uh, say Hunt for Red October, Some of All Fears, and then the two, because I never watched uh, the Harrison Ford movies in the theater. I really liked, um, uh, what's the one where he's the president? Um, it's a clear. Air, Air Force One. Air Force One. Um, oh, yeah. I really liked that movie, and that got me to watch. I even bought like the two-pack of, of the uh, him as Jack Ryan movies. Um, okay. Clear and Present Danger, and what's the other one? Uh, Patriot, Patriot Games. Games, yeah. 
Um, and I, I watched really them, and they're yeah, way. they're enjoyable. I I don't remember much about them though, but I mean, I yeah. remember more about some of all fears, and I love Hunt for Red October. So yeah, uh, definitely check out the series, dude. You, you, I'm telling you, you're gonna get pulled in so quick. You're like, okay, this uh, is it. I'm in. I'm kind of feeling mm-hmm. it. Ah, oh, gummit. Yep. 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 Well, but, I mean, to be honest, I'll probably watch Hunt for Red October again. <laughs> See, see, you do that. You're like, oh, here's this new piece of candy. I should try it. But that new piece of candy reminds me of candy. Mm. And I <laughs> reminds have candy me of Twinkies. And, I'll just have a yeah, Twinkie. Old reliable candy. No, try the new stuff. It's good. old reliable. Right. Well, my friend, you got anything else to add today? No, that's it. Uh, other than, let me tell you about some local hall. So, uh, I do have local hall. And if you'd yeah. seen it on Twitter, I did, I did. have a pretty good uh, comic book pickup. Uh, tried a new place. Uh, talked to a guy who um, there there's there's a booth in one of the antique malls in Batesville, and ever so often there was a there, the guy would drop a couple of comics at his booth, and they were pretty good and pretty well priced. But he never would have, you know, whatever. And finally, I just asked the people at the front. I'm like, hey, look, there's a, guy, there's a booth down here. Do you know whose booth this is? He sometimes has comics I'm interested in. Can y'all reach out to him? They're just like, here's his number. I was like, oh, well, okay. I mean, <laughs> somebody you don't know just calling a number. I, I don't know if I agree with that, but all right, whatever. So I finally, you, you know, it? yeah, I, I gave him a call. He's like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, I'm actually out of... Uh, Mountain View, and I just I just have that booth out there and and drop some stuff sometimes. But he's like, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff up here. Come on up here and we'll talk. And ended up like he had a couple of Invaders, some Iron Man, Eternals, a bunch of Star Wars comics, all really really good price, like a couple of bucks. I was like, what? And like uh, just like some some 9.0 condition stuff. I mean, or better. Just on the oh. rack, and I was like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> so I and I got to talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, I might even have some. Uh, my sister's got a whole bunch she's looking to get rid of, and she may just, you know, give them away." And there are a bunch of like comics like this. I was like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh what? <laughs> okay." Uh, I me mean, call? yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, so I'm serious. Made, I mean, uh, just so what he had there. Friend. Yeah, yeah, just what he had there. He had, like, an Iron Man 117 that is just beautiful condition. White and, like, seriously, like, maybe a 9.3, 9.4. A couple of Invaders that were about the same. And Eternals, a book that's really hot right now, was, like, three bucks. Uh, and then, of course, your... I was jealous of you when you got this book, Star Wars number uh, 49, the one that says The Last Jedi on the cover. You know, yeah, that that yeah. cost me a couple of bucks. I know you paid a little bit more for that. And yep, I got like... A little bit. Yeah. Three other Star Wars books that are like same same wonderful condition. Uh, awesome. Yeah, Spider-Woman, Dazzler, Jack of Hearts number one. Long Shot, my first Long Shot, uh, Arthur Adams. Uh, I only have... This is my first one of that six-issue series from the 80s. And That's awesome. uh Yeah. I'm super excited. Uh, I'll update everybody whenever, if anything else happens with it. But yeah, that sounds man. Talk about making the right. Glad I called that guy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's that's pretty much. 
was that's pretty cool. much it. Oh, I wanted to say, I know it's at the end. I probably should have said this at the beginning. But uh, I apologize. Last week we did record video, and I went to edit it, and my audio was absolutely atrocious. There was nothing I could do with it. it Are you sure that's not like, just your voice? <laughs> it was It was a robot, dude. It, it was almost like... The, it was catching instantaneous reverb like super I, I tried to zoom in and I was listening as best I could and I could not figure out what was going on whether it was two tracks that weren't synced properly I, I just couldn't fix it oh I, well you uh, know I, what I it could be I, I, di I found out something this week and, and I fixed it <laughs> and I didn't tell you but on my side, uh, I was looking at my, my, my internet bill and stuff like that, and I actually had some sort of streaming saver turned on by default <laughs> for my primary internet connection. So wow. I, I turned that off. This is awesome. All right. So hopefully the, the line sounds even better. That's way cool. Maybe. Well, dude... Uh, get nothing else on nope. on social media you can find me on instagram uh you know hit hit me up there in the dms you can email us not so southern gentlemen at gmail.com rick where else can they find us and you well uh, hmm let me think about that you can find me at ricky westbrook on twitter you can search not so southern gentlemen on facebook and you can call us on our google voice number did you know this i tell you who That's does awesome. know this his name is joel joel, <laughs> joel knows right. this and the number is 501-725-0181 so let me do a quick a question. yes so so can you play it and we hear joel can can would be on the recording and then we can discuss it like can we do that Maybe, yeah, at, maybe like well I can so we can we can make it work, yes. But technically, little inside baseball, we would have to listen to the message, then me plug it in. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So uh I know we've been cutting them short. How about next week we start with all the voicemails? Nice. And we actually, and we respond with them at the beginning, at the top of the show, so we don't forget and ramble on like you and I do every week. But I do enjoy it, and I enjoy people listening, and I have fun doing this show. So I'll do it. Next week, next week, I apologize. I am All right. done. For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. No, I'm done. I told you I'm done. I'm done. Ricky. And he's done. I'm done. Y'all have a good one. He's done. I'm done. Out. I'm out. You're out. Chicago! You're out.